The work hours for a professional working in athletics can fluctuate. That's why the University of Cincinnati Online designed a Master of Sports Administration program that is both flexible and 100% online. Connect and build relationships with other students, alumni working in athletics, and their experienced staff. The best part? You can graduate in as little as one year. Unsure about going back to school? UC Online has a team of student success coordinators ready to guide you from start to graduation. Reach out and learn more about UC Online today. Can you work remote jobs in the sports industry? Yes, you can. I'm going to show you exactly how to do it. This is the Work in Sports Podcast. Here's VP of Content and Engage Learning at WorkinSports.com, Brian Clapp. Happy Monday, everybody. We've got a great episode ahead on a fan question. That's what we do every Monday. This one's about remote work in our industry, which is incredibly interesting. And there are some great avenues I'm going to teach you today to help you make a, a really good plan if you want to work remote in the sports industry and how to prepare yourself for it. But first, I want to tease a little bit of what's coming up on Wednesday. Wednesday episode will involve Claire Lessinger, the Vice President of Events for the Tampa Bay Sports Commission. She was also the head volleyball coach, head women's volleyball coach at University of South Florida, and a stellar standout student athlete on the University of Florida women's volleyball team. Matter of fact, she has an award named after her. She's that good. Great talk about event marketing and event management. So much happening in Tampa from Super Bowls to Stanley Cup finals to World Series to all kinds of different events. Claire is an expert in event management. If that's an industry, part of the industry that interests you, really great insight and leadership, coaching, all these great attributes that are necessary to thrive in our industry. But today, like I said, is Fan Question Day. And it comes in from Jared in Portland, Oregon. Hey, Brian, I love working remote. I know it doesn't work for everyone, but for me, it is a dream scenario. I know most of us had to do it during COVID, but now a lot of us want to do it. Is this an option in the sports industry? And if so, how do I find these jobs and get them? Jared, this is a great question. And yes, it is an option. Spent a little time looking today on workinsports.com, the leading job board for the sports industry. Probably heard me say that 22,000 times on this show, but nonetheless, on workinsports.com, there are over 22,000 active jobs. And on the site, you are able to filter those results based on whether they are remote, hybrid, or in-person, which makes it really easy if you're Jared and you're like, I want to work in the sports industry and I want to work remote. Click one button, boom, there's all the remote job availabilities. And if you're wondering, there are 497 of them. Out of the 22,000, which may not sound like a lot, but if you look at those 497, it's a lot of really great opportunities. I went through the list out of curiosity because I'm curious too of like who is hiring for remote jobs in the sports industry and what are those patterns we can start to discover. And here's what I found when I went a little deeper into this. Companies like Area Scouts, USA Lacrosse, IMG Academy, NBC Sports, Yahoo Sports, Association of Pickleball Professionals. All of them are hiring for remote positions right now. Those are big name brands. Those are good opportunities. And I really just wanted to say the Association of Pickleball Professionals because it's funny. And if you then look a layer deeper into the jobs that are being offered and those types of roles that are hiring for remote, I saw a director of sports research, national sales lead, desk editor, content creators, sales coordinators. So again, you're starting to see a lot of different job opportunities at some really big players in our industry that are willing and able and recruiting 
for remote positions. If these are in your wheelhouse, hey, clearly remote is an option. And I can say personally, feasibility of of remote work is beyond where it's ever been. I am talking to you right now from my basement. I manage a team of 10 people. We have our home offices in Frederick, Maryland, and I'm often down there, but for the most part, I am remote and manage a long, large and robust team. It can work, but let's also be realistic. If you want to work for the Dallas Mavericks, there's a good chance that you're going to have to be in the Dallas area. I'm not saying all the time. I'm not saying forever. I'm not saying every position, but you also have to be realistic. If you want to work for this team, there are certain parts of the environment for a pro team that they do want you to be there for, and it's part of the event itself. So there's some jobs you'll never get to be fully remote for, but I talk with a lot of these teams, leagues, and organizations. They've developed more hybrid workplaces than ever before. Now people are earning that responsibility and being granted that responsibility. I know organizations are thinking more about work-life balance. I know they're thinking more about mental health. They know in looking back and analyzing themselves that they put their employees on a grinder schedule of being there at nine in the morning and then being there through the end of the the game night, which can be 11 o'clock at night or longer. And then coming back the next morning at 9 a.m., I've talked to people like uh, like John Ferguson, who's the chief people officer for NASCAR, and he's like, we are getting much more flexible in our scheduling and how we approach the the burden of events and 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 our hybrid work. And maybe you can perform from from home today. So just know that that's an environment that our industry is is looking into and willing to expand upon, and it is important for that work life balance and mental health. I want to dig a little bit deeper into it, though, because we don't need to rehash it. But when we all went through COVID, it was a need. We had to figure out how to get everybody to be able to work remote. Now it's figuring out who is earning those responsibilities. When I hire now, and I talk to a lot of people who hire, and when I talk to any of them about hiring remote staff, one of the key things I think has come out of this is that we interview differently because I have a different set of pain points or problems I need to get comfortable with. So if you're somebody that wants to work remote, you need to be thinking about what do I need to convey in this interview to prove that I'm responsible enough to do this? So let's walk walk through this a little bit. What I need to know when I'm interviewing people that I'm going to hire for a remote role, are they mature enough? Are they responsible enough? Are they goal-oriented and driven? Do they really want to accomplish? Are they an achiever? And are they able to work independently and responsibly? I don't want to be that micromanager. It's not how I want to operate. I want to give people the freedom and flexibility, but hitting deadlines is still important. So there needs to be a lot more trust that can be established in that process. If you're somebody that wants to work remote and this is somewhere you want to head, like Jared, you're in luck today because I'm going to give you the 10 questions, the 10 interview questions that I ask when interviewing people for remote jobs and a little bit about what I expect and what I want to hear. This first one is so obvious, but it needs to be said. Have you ever worked remote in the past? And if so, what was your experience with it? Remember, in interview, I'm trying to make my questions as quick and broad as possible. And then I want to see where you take it. So if I'm asking, have you ever worked remote in the past? They may be a yes or no, but then I'm following up with, if so, what was your experience with it? Now I want you to dig into how it was executed, what were the positives and negatives, where did you learn about yourself, what did you, where did you fail, where did you succeed? And I think that's really important to kind of set the stage for next question. What do you find challenging about remote work and how have you tackled those challenges in the past? Keeping yourself on task, time management, 
responsibility, hitting due dates. Like, I mean, that's what I'm looking for. I want to know, like, have you been able to do this? So this is a really place where when you answer it, you want to be honest, but you also don't want to kick yourself out of consideration. You don't want to say like, yeah, I found it really hard to get anything done. I found it was constantly distracting. Like, okay, great. Nice talking to you. Not going to hire you. But you can start to lean into when I first started doing it, I found it was hard to block out my time really well. But as I progressed into working remote and I got better at scheduling and I got better at knowing when I had opportunities to do things around the house or handle kid distraction or whatever, I got into a really good rhythm and it works. The answer to any question about what you find challenging is to state it honestly, but then show where you've had growth and you've improved upon it. Then I get into what do you enjoy the most about remote work environment? What a lot of people will say is, oh, the flexibility in my schedule or the time to pick my kids up at school or the time to be able to have a nice relaxing lunch on my own deck. That's not what I'm looking for. That might be your reality, but that's not what's going to help you sell this position. You can talk about the independence. You can talk about being able to be driven and time management and ma- managing your own flow of, of work and time and being able to shut off distractions and work really thoroughly and not having to commute and getting that time back. Those are all things that will answer me and make me feel like, oh, this is a good person. They're able to be more productive in this work environment. Without distractions, they can get more done. They're, they're faster. They can focus better. Think about those kind of answers. Next one, what do you need from your company in order to do your best work remotely? A lot of people have requirements. You know, I need to have a better at-home setup. I want multiple monitors. I need this. I need that. And it, it breaks down that barrier. Like if somebody's saying, I need these things to be successful, then I get to know, well, am I willing to give them those things? And if not, then they're not going to be successful. So it can, it can get us to a point of, you know, funneling down to what is needed to make this situation work for everybody. And, and am I willing to make those commitments? Next one, how often do you like to touch base with your team? And how do you like to do that? I am looking for somebody that wants to be still involved with their team. If somebody said to me, oh, you know, once a week I can check in with everybody, that's not going to be good enough. You don't want somebody saying, I want to be on an island where nobody talks to me because that's not what remote means. Remote gives you some flexibility in your life and some time to be more efficient, but it doesn't mean I'm isolated and I'm on my own completely. You need to answer this in a way that makes somebody feel comfortable that you're willing to be a part of the team and the culture. Next one. Tell me about a time you had to ask a remote team member for help and how did you go about doing it? Now I'm looking for, are are you willing to still be connected to our team? Are you still willing to know how this business works and how everything is interconnected and to know who to go to with your problems and to get solutions? Or are you always going to work in this isolated, I'm in my basement kind of vibe? Uh, Next, how do you like to stay connected to your team when working in a remote job? So getting into specifics of, I like to use video conferencing. We do a lot through Teams or Slack, or there's constant communication. So what are those processes that you like to still feel connected And these last couple, I think, are really important. How do you stay motivated and engaged in your work when you're working remotely? I need somebody to answer that. Dig into that because that's really important. Next one, when working remotely, how do you disconnect from your work at the end of the day? This gets to work-life balance. One of the things we found with people working from home is that their computer's on and they're kind of checking in all the time. And that's not always healthy. So I ask that question, how do you disconnect at the end of the day? You know what? My office is down in my basement. So I shut it down and I go upstairs and it's a different part of my, my life. So I shut that down and I close it off. If I need to j- get jump on back on later, I can, it's there. 
but I'm not constantly on all the time. And that is important. I do want people that have work-life balance. And then finally, the one that I asked and I kind of alluded to earlier is, how do you set boundaries between your work life and your home life? Because as we say a lot with our team at Work and Sports and I Hire is, remote work is not the same as home daycare. We all want people to have flexibility to go on a doctor's appointment, to go pick up their kids or to go to a school function or whatever it may be. We call that a flex time. You know, if you need to go jump out and do this, make up the time. It's okay. But it is not the same as I have my kids around me all day and it's essentially I'm daycaring because then you're never getting the quality of work. You are never focused on the tasks that need to be done. You are multitasking all the time between your work and your and your and your home life and that's not being a committed employee and that's not what we're looking for so those are some of the questions that I asked during the interview process. So working in remote in the sports industry is possible those opportunities are out there but it's a different process to prove yourself worthy of it so get prepared for that kind of questioning and you you'll get things kicking on the right foot. Jared, I hope that answered your question. Tune in on Wednesday. Claire Lessinger, amazing interview. Thanks for listening, everybody. And if you haven't listened to it, last week's episode with Shuri Cohen, the CRO of the World Surf League, one of my favorites. I now want to work for the World Surf League. I've already bought a t-shirt. It should be coming soon. I can't wait for that because their logo is just perfectly my style. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week.